Alright, and we're back, and welcome back to another edition of Paranormal Corner. I'm your host, Nathan Ray, and I want to, um, first of all, do our sponsor message real quick. Um, so, let's give thanks to our amazing two sponsors, J.D. Hill, Studio 6 Paranormal Entertainment, and Brian C. Laverty. Now, let's welcome Natalie Prater. Did I say your name right, hopefully? Yeah, Hello. Uh, paranormal investigator and we'll talk about witchy stuff as well and our experiences and, and how you got started all that good stuff if you don't mind sharing yeah sure um so as you said my name is Nellie Kreider I am a paranormal investigator and a practicing witch I've started my team darkly obscured paranormal investigations in 2014 but I've actually been investigating since I was about 10 11 years old so I'm going on 19 awesome. years old I wish I started that early, man. (laughs) It is really, really young for investigators uh, to start at such a young age. Like we're familiar with people having abilities and being sensitive to the paranormal, but to actually be getting training and hands on. um, I actually have to credit that, though, because my parents were running a paranormal team at the time. So I got my experience by watching and participating behind the scenes. Because technically, I wasn't old enough to attend the official investigations, right? Uh, you know, safety and liability reasons. So I started researching, uh, doing the website, uh, PR, I'd call and do interviews with clients, um, all of that stuff, reviewing evidence. Uh, so I got to learn everything backwards. And then by the time I became old enough, I knew how to run the team. I knew how to do everything that needed to be done. So I became a jack of all trades. So that's where I've really taken all of my training over the years and put it towards trying to help train the next generation. Because we can criticize the the younger generations and the newer teams for not doing things properly. But we need to teach them. That was actually one of my questions. So I'll just shoot from there. Um, So how do you think that a a child should be to investigate these things? To investigate um, with an official team, at least 17 with parental consent. Um, We do, um, we're going to be starting to offer the kids daytime investigations so that the younger generation, the teenage years, um, you know, 13, 14, 15, they can kind of get a feel and kind of see and get like a day boot camp of being an investigator so that they're learning you know, what they're supposed to be doing, they'll learn respect and just a little bit of everything along with the equipment Um, because there's just so much to it. But I don't think... Yeah, there's a lot. I'm still learning. There's a lot to learn. Yeah, to officially go on an official nighttime investigation, they need to be a little bit older. Right, I highly agree with that. So thank you for sharing that. So, um, yeah, so if you don't mind me asking... um, why are you interested not only in the paranormal, but also with the Warren Legacy Foundation that we're both part of? Yeah, so I joined the foundation in November. So I really haven't been a part of it for very long, um, oh, but wow. I started on the West Coast what Division. Year? <laughs> yeah, I started out on the West Coast Division uh, when I was living in Kansas, but I've recently relocated to the St. Louis area. So now I'm a part of the Midwest. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I've been involved for about a year now. Hard, hard to believe. <laughs> yeah, I've been following uh, the foundation. I've been interested in the foundation. So when I was approached about uh, being a part of it, it was actually quite the honor uh, because it's something that I've always been kind of an underdog. I've always kind of stayed in the shadows and just focused on what it is that I'm trying to do without necessarily the popularity, the, the, you know, the name association, like that wasn't what it was about. Right. Um, it was the ability to reach more people and to be able to help more people. That's and I think thing, one of the yeah. things, um, one of their fundamental parts is the mental health side, like really bringing awareness and helping people with mental health. I right. mean, it's yeah. just phenomenal. Um, so I really love the fact that I've been able to do more hands-on and helping clients and having more resources to help them. Right. Sorry, I had a cough up again there. <laughs> I went on mute. 
But yeah, I totally agree. I love their their men and the way they go through that. Even though I I love to sit in like just the interviews right now. So I can't really do a lot of walking anyway with my leg. You know, mm-hmm. get messed up. But um, his chins as well, like I told you earlier. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I love just to be able to use our gifts, even like remote viewing. You know, and then. You know, the test that they give us, I love doing that because it helps develop our gifts as well. Yeah, the, being able to remote view is quite a unique gift. Um, to, yeah, and, and it's something even I'm still learning. Um, I love that the foundation offers that psychic support group yeah, that, um, because that the offers the ability. <laughs> I'll just finish your sentences. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> The fact that they offer that and we're able to reach more people and to help them strengthen those abilities or even find out that they have them to begin with. Right. I think everybody has a gift. I think everybody has. Oh, yeah, we have some sort of ESP. Definitely. Yeah. But not everybody really embraces it. Right. And I think that's a shame. Or they might be afraid of it or don't know they have it. Exactly. And and I think knowledge is power in this sense, because you really need to be able to understand it and then learn how to harness that ability and be able to use it. Because if you're not prepared, if you're not protected, if you're not in the right frame of mind when you're trying to do this, you do open yourself up to being affected spiritually. And it's very draining when you're trying to use your abilities to communicate even. Um, It can be very draining. So you have to know when enough is enough. Right. You know, uh, what do you do if, like, you know, you're getting drained, so you have to draw the light somewhere, right? <laughs> uh, so I like to remove myself from the location, from the premises, just to be able to reground myself. Um, I have a lot of crystals that have been charged uh, through, like, the full moon and the new moon and things like that. Let me show you my uh, Yep. Moon water, um, just various different things that we use. Um, I also like to focus on meditating. Um, that's a big one to try and ground myself. Uh, but I also have a bit of a powerhouse in on my team. Um, he is very much so that's full it. of energy. Um, so he's able to kind of give me that spiritual like charge, kind of like a jump starting a battery. Hmm. Um, and that usually that usually helps. That's it. Have you heard of Florida water? I have. I've just known trying it and just help a little bit. Yeah. I haven't. I've heard of it. I've seen it used. I haven't made any yet. (laughs) It is good after shower, after you cleanse, just to spray some afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. I like to use the new moon. charged water for like huh. washing my face and things like that especially like after an investigation when i shower i'll use that and charcoal and you know some of the scrubs that we make so that i can wash off any of that residual energy that might be attached right oh, i've got a blank right now i'm sorry <laughs> so um okay. so what what kind of experiences have you had in a paranormal with with your team or you want to give your team a shout out good morning welcome to yeah absolutely um my team is darkly obscured paranormal investigation awesome. um justin tyler uh sarah kelly um wow. sue they're all part of my team um they're absolutely phenomenal and they're just great i mean <laughs> what more can i say in, in that regards so they're great everybody is a power house in their own way um, each one has a unique ability that they bring to the team, uh, which is really awesome. We have recently done some investigations. We've had some really good ones. Uh, the McIntyre Villa in Atchison, Kansas was a great one. I got to spend my birthday investigating for two nights, nice. which was phenomenal. Um, and Stephanie was great, too, hosting us. But this location had nonstop activity from sunup to sundown and back again. I mean, there was always something going on and, you know, I was able to see spirits that were there, communicate with them, um, getting information. It was just an overall really awesome experience. Um, And then our Vallis Mackets Lost History Museum that we investigate, that one holds near and dear to my heart. 
I've been investigating it since I first got into the field oh, wow. of investigating. Um, so it's about as old as I am for my experiences. Um, but I've had everything from a full body apparition walk up to me to the head of the hatchet being at me. I mean, oh, wow. it's, yeah, I, I mean, we go from awesome to terrifying all at the same time. Um, I've had rocks that have slid off the table and hit the back of my legs. Um, I've had a chair that was hanging on the door lift up and fall over and catch me on the back of my heel. Just EVPs that are absolutely amazing um, information that's passed me. I was telling you earlier um, about what we experienced with the EVP and then later on with my abilities when I was communicating with the spirits um, and how they happened to match up and I didn't know it until several days later. Um, so it's things like that. Um, I won't give away all of my good my good stories because um, we'll leave some of those for a minute. Right. Um, so before we go any further, actually, I want to let everybody know we have a surprise announcement. I'm, I already told you though, but <laughs> we have a surprise announcement. So make sure you stay until the end of the show and I'll remind me to share. <laughs> I'll remind me. you. If I don't forget. I'll try to remind you. So, yeah, um, yeah, stay tuned until the end, guys. This is quite awesome. Not every day, I better not spill the beans right now. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm so stoked about it. And uh, so I know one time um, I have to be in a newspaper because I was in the right place at the right time. And I used to be in the church choir. And uh, the mayor was there, so we were staying for the mayor. So that was cool. I missed those days. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and the spotlight, there's another involvement with the spotlight, but I'll wait till the end. <laughs> all right. Yeah. And then with Valis Mines, um, I guess I'll go ahead and just kind of throw this in. Um, this sure. October on the 21st, we're hosting the annual Ghost Roundup uh, Festival. And it's oh, cool. raising money uh, for the Lost History Museum, but it's also just an opportunity for the community to come in. So it's free to attend. We are asking that people donate canned goods for the local food pantry. And then some of the activities will have a small charge. Um, but that money again is going back to the museum and we're going to have a raffle. We've got food vendors, a whole vendor market that's set up and it's just continuously growing in size as we get closer. Um, but yeah, so it's going to be at the Lost History Museum in Vallis Mines, Missouri, which is about 45 minutes south of St. Louis, just past DeSoto, Missouri, for anyone who is interested in going. Yeah, no, I would invite you. <laughs> I know. I would love to have you out here one of these so days. I'd love to meet you guys. Yeah. I, I missed investigating. <laughs> right, right. Maybe we'll find ourselves in California soon. Yeah, love to so, have you here. I know there's a couple of places out here. I told you we had a haunted mm -hmm. um, theater. I'm not sure about the museum, but I did felt something there mm -hmm. as well. So it'd be interesting. Yeah, I'd love to go and visit some of the places there. I, even just so that I could say I've visited, like the Winchester House, Alcatraz. I've been there. I've been there. Yeah. I've been there. I would just <laughs> love to go, even if I'm not investigating. Just to say I was there would be great. You know, the, the Winchester Mystery House, they don't usually allow any investigations or photographing. But I've asked the tour guide, she, who she let me take photographs. So I would say, I, like, I was like, they, <laughs> but they did um, just recently. I think it was last October for Halloween. They let people come in and investigate, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, the flashlight tours? Mm-hmm. Oh, I would love to do that. Yeah. That was last Halloween, so I don't know if they'll do it again this year, but it might be worth looking into. No, I think it might be more active at night. I really, it's towards the daytime, and really, I wasn't really feeling much at the time. Yeah. I think so, it's uh, hit or miss. I mean, depending. I'd like to be there like three or four days if I could, and you know. <laughs> right. I mean, with the type of activity and, you know, the stairs that lead to nowhere, and just everything that I would get lost. I think it's hit or miss. And I think you get a lot of that when you have doorways that are open and when you have residual energy. I think it's just a lot of hit or miss. And at least there is a restroom. I only said the restroom. 
<laughs> there's one that has a lot when you can't use that when you have to use that one there's right, right. <laughs> but yeah and then um we were talking earlier about the uh, remote viewing and stuff i've oh, got I that. my workshop um this saturday um it's in person but i also offer it online at the same time streaming so we're going to be talking about psychic abilities and how you can use them and the different things that they're used for um, like helping solve murder mysteries. Um, I would love to do that one day. <laughs> yeah, I I think it's absolutely phenomenal of what psychics are able to do. And even being one myself, it's something that I'm still learning um, as I go. So being able to help other people learn alongside me has been a real treat. It takes a year. It took me years to get this far. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even though I'm still learning. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and the, that's one of the things, like, I, I will say... I never claim to be an expert in any of right. them. I mean, you can't. The paranormal field as a whole is constantly changing and evolving, and we're learning. Oh, yeah. So there's no way you can possibly know everything at the time because it's changing. Right. Hey, somebody. Thanks for watching. Tuning in. Hello. Sure. You write your question. Yeah. Yeah, before I go blank again. I, yeah. yeah. I know there's many aspects of that when you take like there's UFO, UFO, there's Bigfoot, cryptids, yeah. like yeah. we mentioned Cryptid, earlier. Ufology, um, they're they're all part of it. It the black expands. I will say black eyed peas, black eyed kids. <laughs> yeah, the black eyed children. The paranormal covers such a vast topic as a whole. Um, that's what I love about it, about this it, one. Exactly. Well, exactly. It goes way beyond ghosts and spirits. And oh, yeah. I think the term ghosts and spirits is used interchangeably. Uh, but in reality, for me, at least, they're two different things. And then... Oh, we're not doing live readings right now, but if you want, we can message us later. Or if you feel anything, you know, maybe. We'll never yeah. know. <laughs> right. I just don't open myself right out yet during live. Unless... Right. We inti- unless we just... Inti- Right. And one thing I like to do private messages because some things might be private and you don't want the whole world to know. Right. <laughs> you know what I, what I mean? So, how do I have on my. There is up to them, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I, I like to say that because, um, you know, sometimes it might be private. Like, oh, you should have said down there. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm like, sorry. <laughs> so what are some of your experiences for investigations? I know you said it's been a while, but what's one of your topics? I have some crazy theories. I can't imagine. Um, in some theories, we used to investigate um, in way back 1800s. Mm-hmm. I mean, I always felt drawn to go there for some reason. You know, they have a restroom area right in the middle of it. So, so um, I had to use the restroom, <laughs> and all of a sudden, their lights went off. I'm like, hello? <laughs> I can't move, but hello? <laughs> Mine, uh, involving a cemetery, actually isn't paranormal at all. Um, <laughs> and it's, it's going to sound absolutely terrible. I had nothing to do with it, but I was there. Um, my grandmother, because it was a family-ran team that we had, my grandmother was using the porter potty or had just gone in there. And my uncle decided to go up and start shaking the porter potty and banging on it. And it happened to be on a oh, hill. No. And it started to tip over and almost completely tipped with her inside. Luckily, it didn't. Um, but, yeah, that's that's my story of the porter potty. And, the and then later, later on, I think... We debunked it because it has a timer. Uh-huh. So we were wondering if the timer just went off or oh. some, I don't know. It could be one of those. But at the time, it kind of freaked me out. That was right. myself in the middle of the right. cemetery, you know, like, oh. Uh, you were telling me earlier about hearing um, a bell. Right. That was just last night. Last night. Yeah. <laughs> 
So I've always known that when you hear a bell or you hear ringing, yeah, it's like higher power of some sort or angels or anything like that of a higher frequency that's nearby. Yeah, because I heard the other spirit saying, oh, should I ask them what, what that meant? And they said, oh, there's our angel Gabriel <laughs> nearby. They, I think they're always around us because I think we have more, more open yeah. uh, to our abilities, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and for me, like, I was raised Baptist. Um, like, me too. When I talk about it, I, I always say, you know, I practice Norse paganism. Um, I, I'm an eclectic. I, I'm a spiritualist. Um, right. But really, I was born a Baptist, but I asked way too many questions that nobody wanted to answer. And no, my best is. friend was um, Jewish, so she she practiced Hebrewism. So I used to go to the synagogue with her every other weekend. And I started learning about other religions and other beliefs and that there was more out there to learn. And that opened up the floodgates for me. I started researching and understanding different beliefs throughout the years. And eventually I, I went from paganism and everything else to eventually landing with Norse paganism. And even though I have uh, deities that I do call on when I, I need something, I do look at things on a much grander um, overall sense of just energy, the universe, this spiritual um, enlightenment and things like that. But I love connecting with nature, being outside, out oh, yeah. the ground and water. Those are my elements. Um, That's how I am too. I really call on those when I am doing investigations, you know, for earth and grounding myself, picturing the roots from my feet going down into the earth so that it can help. Um, those are just some of the meditative things that I do. But witchcraft, magic, practicing, however you want to look at it, um, it really does play a part in the paranormal and what we do as investigators. Because right. we, we are the spiritual medics on the team, so to speak. We're the ones that help when you have a spiritual attachment. We're the ones that do the protections and the spell right. work. <laughs> you know, all these different things. We make the protection vials. We, we make the ointments and the salves and, you know, the blessing uh, ointments and things like that. So there's so much that we cover um, that kind of gets overlooked on on some teams so i really try to bring awareness to both the scientific and the metaphysical side of it yeah everything these days is either ufo or the d word demons yeah you know that's why i want to share my angel story you don't hear that too often yeah, yeah and i i despise the word demons <laughs> thoroughly i call it negative is what what it they are but because every little sound, every little thing, it's no longer, you know, pipes rattling or the house expanding because of the change in the weather. It's just automatically a demon. Demon. <laughs> or you end up with paranormal predators that tell you that if you don't pay them 500 bucks a session, then a yeah, demon definitely a red flag for you. Like, no, <laughs> that's, no, that's not how that works. Um, so that drives me up the wall. I, I just, I can't deal with. I don't even accept donations. If I do, it would be towards the Warren Foundation, but yeah. Exactly. Yeah, we, we do everything through donations, <laughs> which I constantly get ridiculed about because they're like, you have, you know, a, a gift that you're offering. You should be getting paid for it. And I don't see. I never charge. <laughs> on financially benefiting from someone else's torment. Like that just right. doesn't make sense. If you're going to pay a mortgage, and still pay for a hotel room because you can't live in your own home with peace of mind? Like, that's a problem. And I should not be taking your money. Maybe we can make a living off TikTok nowadays, even so. Right. Hey, so, I'm working on it. I got that TikTok account. I do, too. I, I'm guilty. I do, too. Yeah, I, do it, I do it for fun, though. Yeah. Right. Right, and I do it to be able to reach more people, to let them yeah. know about my workshops and everything else. I, I want to be educational, and even while I'm working on it, you know, I want people to be able to go on that journey with me. Right. Yeah, thank God we have this technology we have today. 
Right. I think we're spoiled. <laughs> we are. And don't get me wrong. I love good old fashioned equipment, like just a digital camera, a voice recorder. I was just coming up to that point. <laughs> yeah. I love old fashioned. Don't get me wrong. I love all the thrills and thrills of the S box and everything else. The only the S is meant to. Yeah, Estes method is probably my absolute favorite. I like I haven't tried it, but I'm dying. To... Yeah, um, but I like dowsing rods. I like using pendulums. I like all of that stuff. Um, but sometimes keeping it simple and basic, like not even a digital camera, but your good old wind up, snap, and develop. You know, those are phone. The, the phones are okay. The phones are to record. The, yeah, for like audio and stuff, sometimes I'll use those if I mm -hmm. don't have enough. But nowadays with the technology that we have, it is so easy to manipulate and to change and edit video and audio and everything right. else in Photoshop that it makes it hard to debunk and determine what's real yeah. and what's not. But when you have a Polaroid camera, it's a little bit harder to manipulate that. I mean, you still can. There are still ways That's to true. affect it. But I still have my Polaroid camera and my big cassette tape recorder. They're, they're starting to make a comeback because for a while, oh, they, they okay. disappeared. Um, but yeah, they have like these Polaroid cameras now in the electronic department here um, where huh. you can get the, the film and stuff like that. And now they have like these printers. They're like Bluetooth connected printers, though. They so have portable can, printers now. Yeah. So you can like print it as while you're on the right on the spot. I don't That's know. so cool. I know me. I love I love technology. But somebody right. didn't know it don't like me. <laughs> and I like trying new things. Like phone apps are not my favorite. I've tried um, a few, yeah. Just for entertainment purposes. Exactly. And and Mostly. that's exactly it. When you're doing like an open ghost hunt, people are expecting something to happen. So we'll sometimes right. we'll pull them out and we'll use them then. Um but if you're working like a client's case in a private home, like you don't want to be pulling out the phone apps. No, no. <laughs> um, that that's just that's a no go. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> They'll probably kick us out. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> but you don't want to do that. But um, yeah, seriously, Swedish data helps. So that's the main thing. Mm -hmm. Speaking of equipment, what is your favorite go-to equipment? Estes method. It might too, even though I haven't tried it, but I think it's pretty cool. It's, I love it. I love going under. And, you know, we were talking about this right before the show, that as having psychic abilities, does that make it easier? Does it make it a more potent form of equipment? And I think so. I mean, yeah, I, I think, think anybody can use it. Um, but yeah. when you're listening, it is running through different radio frequencies. So you have to yeah. kind of determine, hello. Facebook user, I don't know your name. Sorry. <laughs> um, Sorry I know that you have to determine what's the radio and what's not. And right. I feel like as a medium, as a psychic, I'm able to decipher that a little bit better. Um, I've seen people go under and not get anything. It's just silent. It's just radio station. But then I've had other people and then like myself where I've gone under and I'm getting response after response after response that are not advertisements and songs like i can tell the difference between the two right yeah i think it's, i don't know if it's true or not but if people like us that are open site psychics or medium we tend to get i don't know i don't want to say better but more connected mm -hmm. Right, more able to uh, pick up on EVPs and stuff like that. And sometimes what I'm That's saying... That's my opinion. <laughs> you know, absolutely. And sometimes the messages that I'm saying, I'm not even hearing here. I'm physically receiving those messages as they're coming out. It's not always something that I'm physically hearing um, through the, the headphones. It's something that I'm receiving in a different way. And... Sometimes it's so much as I can feel when there's somebody near me, when mm. there's somebody walking behind me, when there's somebody oh, on my shoulder. Like those are all things that I experience when I go under, even though you can clearly tell that there's no one or anything near me to so, be near me. 
if you don't mind me asking, may ask a dumb question anyway. But you actually go under, like, like you mean like you try to zone it out or yeah. you so try to I zone it out? I never used it. Yeah, I tried to go into a trance-like state. Um, it's one of those where you're no longer focusing on what he you're hearing because. As for those that are familiar with the S box, it makes this right. kind of sound, <laughs> and that is what you be kind of you're listening to, um, and it just kind of becomes the cycle, and that's all you're hearing, and then you're able to hear those messages that are coming through a little bit better, a little bit clearer. Um, it's a unique that's experience, true. And, and it's really hard to explain it in words that make sense for somebody who hasn't experienced it. But I really have to say, if you haven't tried it before, you should at least try it once. I'm dying to try it. I think yeah. because not only that we're psychic, but we're able to um, easily, not only but connect, we can clear our minds. Mm -hmm. And I think that's vital because you want to have a clear mind. Yeah, you really want to focus on your meditation and being able to quiet your mind and your body. Um, but there's just, there's so many benefits to it at the same time. And I just, I love it. I love being able to experiment with it. Like, obviously, like a lot of our equipment, it's not guaranteed. It doesn't 100% prove that what you're interacting with is paranormal. Right. But the more data that we're collecting, the more experiments that we're doing, because it's a sense deprivation. You've got a complete blackout mask. You've got headphones on. You can't see anything. You can't hear except what you're hearing. So when people are asking questions and you're hearing responses, sometimes you can't help but laugh because you're like, that makes no sense. But to the people asking the question, it makes perfect sense. Right. I noticed that. Yeah. So you can't actually hear them asking the question. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when you have the headphones on <laughs> and it's going, you can't hear the people in the room. You have no idea what questions are being asked. Oh, and that's that what it, it, the, that's where the experiment comes in, because you're able to potentially have a conversation. And I've had conversations before happen with the Estes mm -hmm. method where it's not the people in the room that are having the conversation with the spirits. It's the spirits having a conversation with each other. With and I each just other. Have, yeah. And they're talking <laughs> see that happening. in the middle. Um, so those those are moments when I start realizing that that's what's happening is that I'm talking i'm helping them communicate back and forth that's usually where right. i have to break because then that's a little too much of information being given how do i have more, more break yeah because it, it's pretty rapid fire when that happens yeah i'm just dying to try it with someone <laughs> yeah yeah i i highly suggest it giving it a shot it's worth the experience sometimes uh, we would turn off our recorder and we'll ask questions and then we'll turn it back on. We get responses that way too. I've had um, stuff that I, I don't know if you've ever experienced it, but like we'll have audio recording or video and then it's just gone. Like it's, you know, corrupt or it's just straight up disappeared. And oh, wow. we listen to it while at location and you hear something and you've captured something. But when you get back home and you try to upload it, there's nothing. It's just silence. I've never some people use more than one recorder and they would get each different messages that way. That's how it happened. Yep. See you guys? Yep. Yeah, we try yeah. to use uh, multiple devices. We try to have video. We have audio. We have all the above going at once. Um, if we have internet, which is a rare occasion, we have a DVR system that we use. <laughs> We've got surveillance as well. Um, but right. usually it's just a lot of recorders everywhere. I was telling you this earlier before I forget, um, this story of when we, my friend Kimberly, she might be on next week. Okay. And she's a fellow paranormal investigator and a psychic, you know, like, like us. And so we were running our, um, both of our spirit boxes. And because I kept feeling something messing with my hair all day at work. I hear do nothing. I was at work. So this just um, followed me home. And uh, I think he's been following me everywhere. 
but I think he's still around sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, um, so finally I said, I've been messing with my hair all day. And it's like, it's like a fly. I took it. I'm like that all day. <laughs> so, and then we finally got a female that answered, like, not only did she answer, she shouted. Like, she's very angry. She's like, <laughs> she's like, stop it, Frank. <laughs> we we busted out laughing. We tried not to be rude, but we just couldn't help stop laughing. Right. Not only did we get a name, but we got it from another you know, spirit, you know. Right. Yeah. I I grew up in a house with a trickster. Uh, we gave him the name George. Um, he liked to hide things, uh, most importantly, but he also oh, no. liked, he liked being in my closet for some reason. Um, but my closet was directly below the stairs. Um, so you could hear him walking up and down the stairs or up and down the hallway. And there's been a couple of times where you've actually seen him like poke his head around the banister at the top of the stairs. Oh, wow. Um, usually he goes about halfway. He'll get to the top of the stairs and then he stops. <laughs> but he's had car keys go missing. He made circus tickets go missing. Oh, um, no. Coffee pot, the giraffe <laughs> to our coffee pot went missing. And yeah, it, it was just, he's still there. <laughs> More of a mischievous poltergeist. <laughs> but we we really believe that he was attracted to me being there um, as a child and as being sensitive. Um, right. He he stuck around. He was kind of like my own little guardian in a way because wherever I was, he always seemed to kind of follow. Um, so and he's still there. Like he's not as active now that I don't live there anymore because um, obviously this was my childhood home. But. He's still there. My my grandparents still live there. Hmm. Yeah, I believe that. Some they they are more attracted to children and that and people with uh, abilities mm-hmm. for some reason. So yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I became aware of my ability late later in life, but that's in my early twenties. When did you realize of your abilities? So for my abilities, it's a little bit of everything. Um, I've got a bit of a hodgepodge going. Um, So I am a third generation medium um, that dates a little bit, probably a little bit further than that, actually. But my family has been like half and half on the, the spectrum. One half wants to talk about it. And then the other half is like, hush, hush, we don't discuss these things. Um, so, I know the feeling. <laughs> so it's sometimes it's kind of hard to kind of get some information about abilities that my family have had. Um, like I didn't even know yeah. that my mom had um, gifts until just recently. Um, so it's something that we just didn't talk a lot about. Um, but I'm uh, clairaudient, um, so I'm able to hear things. Uh, clairvoyant, being able to see things. Uh, precog, being able to see things before they happen. Um, I've seen postcog where I've seen like a different time period, Um, but it's kind of like the Polaroid um, developing strip. When you hold it up to the light, you can see through it. Um, It's one. Oh, yeah. So I can see the room as it is in front of me, but it's like a projector that's putting a movie on in front of me. And and it's kind of like astral projection. Kind of. Kind of, and it's usually just a recording in time. I just happen to be in the right place at the right time when it happens, um, because it's not something that I can. Control. I tend to, I tend to do that too. Astral projection, because mm-hmm. uh, you know I have vivid dreams or nightmares, and then the next day I'll be like, I don't want to yet, but something. Right, right. I've, I've <laughs> I have to sleep for that for hour. <laughs> I've tried astral projection. It's not my forte. Um, uh, I but, yeah, it's it's just not my forte. I, I've tried, but it's I'm good. <laughs> it's one area that I will leave. For I think. Me. Yeah, I did some exercises, and after that, it was like no problem. <laughs> right. I have my grandmother also help me with that with my abilities. Right. So I thankfully at least I have one person. Yeah. 
<laughs> and I'm, Did I you? I'm a sensitive. I mean, my intuition, I'm a strong intuitive. I think we both are, yeah. Yeah, I'm a strong intuitive. I follow my gut. Um, I, I would say most times that my gut's right. And sometimes I don't always like the answers that I'm getting. Uh, but, you know, it, it just, it is what it is. And you learn to work with those abilities. You learn to kind of harness them. And you're able to use them for, for good. And that's where we help clients. Right. Or some, I, I like to help some missing persons yeah. cases or yeah. missing pets, missing animal cases. I love doing that. Yeah, I think those are phenomenal. Uh, it's something that doesn't get a lot of acknowledgement uh, when the local law enforcement do bring in mediums and psychics in order to help them on cases that... Yeah, I'm kind of nervous about how, how I'm going to say, you know, I'm a psychic medium and, I'm, you know, do this and this. Well, it, <laughs> so I'm wondering if I should just tell them or... Just right, and we were just talking about them. that before the show too. Um, that, you know, a lot of people, if you have a job interview or you talk, tell your boss that, you know, when I'm not at work, I hunt for ghosts. Like suddenly everybody's perception of you changes. And I've known people yeah, who have does. been let go. I know people who have not been hired just solely on that the grounds that they hunt ghosts on their free time. Like, it's just mind boggling that we have these gifts and these abilities and something that people look at as wrong or macabre or anything like that can prohibit you. I've been heard um, there's all paranormal people like trying not to do that, but yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, you're one of those, you're one of those ghosties or those ghost hunters. Oh, or my, my favorite, least favorite thing is, Oh, so you're like Zach Baggins. Yes. No, no, I am not. We are not. No, I am No, very opposite end of the spectrum. Thank you. Yeah. Anyway, um, before I forget my other question, uh, what, what does it mean if we continuously see, like, just playing, like, not orbs, but, like, space, like, I just saw some light on the top of the room. Yeah, so it, it, can, be, it can be various different things. Um, our our eyes or are actually light. trying to adjust to the different mm. levels of the light. Um, so depending on the situation, sometimes you, you might be seeing um, a spirit. I know I've seen streaks of light, almost like lightning before. Um, I've seen orbs. Yep. In, visually not just on a camera but in front of yeah, me too um i've seen glows um very i should tell you my my orb story <laughs> i've seen various different things um and not always can i explain them like i will try and recreate no, yeah. what i'm seeing and try to debunk it but sometimes i just can't um do you mind my share real quick um i i like to call it tinkerbell orb story because but actually I was here like you you guys see Wizard of Oz, right? That one part where the orb yeah. comes down. That's how big it was. And then like it's, I think if I wasn't so scared it would have manifested more, I think. Right. But it just left that same evening I saw it twice. With my own eyes, yeah. you know, not with the Yeah, camera. it's possible. And I think people are more <laughs> sensitive um, are yeah. prone to see these things, but I think anybody can. We're just our natural instinct is to debunk. It's to try and disprove what we're seeing. May I kid myself a little bit now because I was I'm wondering who that would have been. I think it could have been my angel or spirit guide. Possibly. Yeah, I'm more connected with angels. <laughs> yeah, I was telling you earlier that my first oracle deck was the angel oracle deck by Dorian. Oh right, let's hit this. Tarot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was my first Oracle. Like tarot is okay. I don't understand it quite nearly as well. I can't do or I don't either. I but can't I do have, it or, I have and read it nearly as well as I do Oracle. Um, but I've had a couple of different Oracle decks over right. the years and currently I'm using one uh, by the Fae. Um, so fairies, um, which and 
fairies are part of the paranormal for anybody who's yep. wondering. Fairies, gnomes, uh, yeah. <laughs> yep, the fae are definitely a part of that. Um, fae, yeah. so those are what I use, and the fae in particular can be very misunderstood. Um, they can be a bit of tricksters, pranksters, but they also tend to tell yeah. you exactly how it is in a way that you usually don't like having to hear because uh, they're very they're very <laughs> blunt um, about their message yeah but they do always have like a sense of lightheartedness and i guess a funny bone um as well they try to scare me sometimes if they think it's funny <laughs> yeah my grandfather <laughs> really likes gnomes but they can't be those cutesy gnomes i haven't seen gnomes but i think one time I might have saw one. Yeah. I like fairy show. circles when I go out into like the yard. <laughs> oh, I've seen, we've seen one. Fairy circles, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I think those are great. Yeah. You don't want to disturb them. Please don't mow them over. If you see a fairy circle, please go around it. No. Oh, mm -hmm. I never knew that. Yep. It's a sacred space. Yep. Okay. Yeah, it's good to know this. We uh we have a tractor. Our neighbor goes around yeah. our yard. <laughs> so we have three yards. You can't, uh, you can't save them all, but yeah, they're right. Definitely, it's a good place to put offerings. Like if you have an offering for them, okay. um, it's a good place to do it. Um, spell work, that kind of stuff. Yeah, keep that in mind. I do see them out here sometimes. Yeah, and like if you're collecting anything from like the woods or from the earth that you're going to be using because um, we use a lot of different things like roses and stuff like that for spell work. Um, you always want to make sure that you're asking permission, that you're saying thank you and that you're giving back. Oh, right. um, and a lot of people don't think about it. They're just like, oh, I like that pluck. Um, <laughs> and you need to ask um, for permission. So that's all. Yeah, it's good to know. <laughs> It's just an interesting little tidbit. So I think we're getting towards the end. I think I should share the exciting announcement for our show. Yay! Um, even though I don't look like I'm excited, I am quite stoked. <laughs> um, our show, our uh, podcast, uh, a network, actually, a studio, since Paradigm Entertainment, and our shows will be on local channel and uh planet what was it those planet <laughs> yeah yeah remember so yeah look out for that we're coming out there soon Woo! yay so, yeah yeah <laughs> finally it'll be on tv though well can't wait to see him <laughs> yeah so we might be on there oh that'd so, be awesome yeah yeah so i look forward to that so thank you jay <laughs> Woo! Go, Jay! Thanks, guys. Brian, everybody. Really appreciate you guys. And I appreciate you all listening to our shows. Yep. And um, if you guys have any questions, you know, feel free to ask us. Yep. And, you know, and, um, of course, I still have a few questions here. And sure. We still have a few minutes left. And uh, let's see. So you said something witchy before. Uh, do you have a crystal that you would recommend? Or like extra protection or like yes yeah, so that you like to work with i do um i've got black tourmaline that i love to use after i've done a cleansing and a blessing um, of the home i like to put them in all four corners of the room or of the property and this creates like a protection barrier um, but it is something that you can't just do once um, and then forget about it is something that you can occasionally need to go in and reinforce just like with anything, it can break down, um, especially if there's something trying to get in. Um, so right, like spuzzing. Yeah, you always want to reinforce those barriers for protection. <laughs> right, it's like I was saying, like spuzzing, it's like uh, you use different things for spuzzing. What is your favorite thing to use while you're spuzzing? Um, if I don't have sage, it's then it's uh, Palo Santo. Um, I like using that. Um, if you're that stuff is amazing. If you're really in the bind um, and you have it, cinnamon sticks. Oh, 
Uh, yeah, sorry, yeah. Everybody has them in their pantry. So if you don't have anything else, you can always use cinnamon. Cinnamon sticks. <laughs> yep, cinnamon or ground cinnamon, cinnamon sticks. They all work. Well, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, I do like white shapes. Yep. And there's also misters that you, you know, miss yep. different. Uh, like a little bit, I like to miss a little bit of holy water. Yep. And lavender oil for protection. Yep. Uh, eucalyptus is really good for psychic yep. abilities. Oh, awesome. Yep. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, we make our own um, psychic incense and cleansing incense. And the cleansing has eucalyptus and lavender, but our psychic incense has eucalyptus essential oil in it. So is it better if you make your own because you have your own energy? Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, you, you do infuse <laughs> it with your own energy, your own head. <laughs> And that's like the biggest misconception when using any type of spell work is that it's black or white. Um, but it's not right. necessarily either or. It's your intention. If you have good intentions, then good things are going to come from it. If you have negative intentions, then negative things are going to come from it. Um, so it's all based on your intent. Just like, and that brings my next question, uh, just like when you use any divination tools, like especially the Ouija board, right? So it depends on our intentions. Yeah. 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 So it's the same thing. But there's also, yeah. especially with the Ouija board, <laughs> um, there is a level of professionalism, a level of protection that needs to be taken. There are protocols. There are steps that need to be taken to be able to use it properly. And, you know, as much as I love what I do, um, it's a big part of why I'm still in business because people use them incorrectly. That's true. And it's probably the, the root of the cause of yep. most haunting, right? Yep. Yeah. It, it's a big part. Not it just antagonizes the activity that's there and can make it worse. Um, but you need to know how to close a board. Everybody can open it, but if you don't close it properly, like um, I, I sage and I salt the board before and after. Um, I have a black and a white candle uh, anytime that I've used it. Uh, white brings in positivity. A black absorbs anything negative. And then I'm able to get rid of the black candle afterwards and dispose of it. Right. You definitely don't want to use it in a graveyard. No. Nope. Um, no. Mm -mm. No. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Now this open door to uh, is that if you have a loved one that's passed away, please give it a few years before you try to make contact. If that is your intention, do not try to do it a week or a month after they passed right. away. Please, please don't. Because if you, if anybody comes to me asking for me to try and make contact with a recently deceased grandmother, I'm going to tell you no. Because the spirits yeah, need time to transition and it's it's respect for them as well yeah and if they really want to contact you they will in their own terms exactly. their own ways exactly you know like i just tell you a little, little bit what happened to me with my late husband i mean i wasn't even trying to communicate i think he remembers that i had such abilities so that's why he tried to send me signs so i was putting away his things and I had a big tub behind me right here, you know? And all of a sudden, it just started to shake violently. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, oh, yeah, I think it might have been him <laughs> saying, don't touch my stuff. <laughs> he was that way, too. He got so mad when doing his stuff. <laughs> my, my uncle passed away at a really young age uh, from cancer. And oh, sorry to hear that. Thank you. And he appeared to my grandmother in our kitchen. Um, as clear as me and you, and he talked with her and told her everything's going to be okay, and then gave her a hug, and she's like, oh. I could physically feel as though he was there. And he still visits her in her dreams to this very day. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and I haven't seen my dad, even though he passed from uh, brain cancer since 2018. Yeah, I currently... Um, uh, but I finally saw him, like, last month at a party. Yeah, I, I have several family members right now that are battling cancer. Um, so unfortunately, it's a very predominant thing out there. Um, yeah. But I also think that when you have a medical condition that starts to question I do. your mortality, yeah. 
Um, I think that also in a way opens you up to different things spiritually. I think you become, you have, a I always wondered about that. Cause I, I do have some medical issues. Yeah. I've had a couple of the heart surgery, like younger and a lot of other things. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people who experience near death experiences, um, yeah. They they talk about how when they've come back that their abilities are so much stronger that it's opened them up and I really do think that's, yeah I, I really do think that it plays a part because you've now put your foot in both sides of the doorway so to speak yeah I don't think I've had near death near death experiences per se but I've had let's say close calls yeah you know yeah. I've gotten run over by a car I mean I've got a car accident. When I started and, having seizures in 2014, um, I noticed a major increase in my abilities. Oh, well. Yep. Um, all right, well, it's about... Yeah, it makes you wonder. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I hope you enjoyed our show tonight. And if Absolutely. you have any more questions or, you know... Like my um, I don't mind. You know me, I'm open book. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm the same way. Um, I love talking about the paranormal. Um, yeah, I, I guess love if there's anybody who wants to reach out or has questions for me, um, you can find me right. on just about every platform. Um, Darkly obscured paranormal investigations. Uh, we've got YouTube, TikTok. Um, I think Instagram's on there. Um, we have a Patreon. It's all going to be under Darkly obscured. But yeah. awesome. so we do workshops uh, once a month and those are available virtually as well. So people from all over can join us. I'm definitely looking forward to that. <laughs> and then, I mean, we're still looking for more vendors uh, for our event in October on the 21st. So anybody who's interested in that can go through our Facebook page to get the link. All right, cool. And um, yeah, you know, you guys can always find me also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm everywhere. Yep. <laughs> TikTok. And our show will be on, uh, you know, the Rogue channel soon. Yeah, I I'm can't wait. I'm stoked about that. <laughs> I can't And, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And Jay, Jay's the, one of our sponsors. He, I think he helped me with that. So, um, if you have that credit. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been a pleasure being able to talk with you and just to be able to see how far you've come to be able to get to where you are. I, I think I just saw more energy over there. That's why you saw me looking up. I've always seen the energy everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. It's, anyway, it's a it's a gift to be able to see and to communicate with the other side. It's a real pleasure. Sometimes you make me wonder: is it a gift or is it a curse? <laughs> oh. Yeah, I guess in some ways, <laughs> but for the most part, I like to look at it as a blessing. <laughs> yeah, a lot of time I looked at it as a curse because I didn't know how to what uh, ended here, but I didn't know how to um, set those boundaries. And so I want to ask you that one last question: How would you suggest that we can turn that up? Sure. Knob up, you know. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> meditation. Meditation mm -hmm. is the very first step to it all, to be able to quiet your mind, um, focusing on that white light. Yeah. Um, I always use the analogy, like the DMV. When you go in there, it's mm -hmm. take a number, have a seat, and I'll get to you when I get to you. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> I throw up this wall, this, this wall that seals me off from them with the door. And I uh -huh. can go in there and go, okay, one at a time, we can talk. Because if you don't, then you have all these different conversations going on and it's exhausting. Um, so I would suggest start with meditation. Start with just finding that zen, that calm, um, and being able to build off of that. Because eventually you'll be able to kind of reach out. Um, and it's kind of like a signal when you're pinging off the different cell towers it's like right. that. So you can kind of eventually expand when you're calling and looking for somebody in particular. Oh, yeah, I'll definitely keep those in mind. I know I love to meditate every day. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so. Yeah, I'll be going through a guided yeah. meditation uh, this weekend. Oh, awesome. So that'll be exciting. Yeah, I look forward to that. So I want to thank you, Natalie, and thank you, everybody, for listening mm -hmm. to Paranormal Corner with. And I'm your host, Nikki Ray. 
And um, before we go, so I want to ask you guys to show some love for our favorite um, podcasting, like, to leave us a kindly review. I'm going to start saying that now. Review. When you're listening to our show, whether it be on, you know, um, Apple, iPod, or Google, or whatever, Android, we're like everywhere anyway. So if you guys should do that, that'll, you know, help our show a lot. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I just like the author, I'm also an author, and I love those reviews. So, um, and by the way, you can find my book on Amazon. <laughs> I have like 13 books. <laughs> I'm working on one. I, it, it's it's nowhere near being finished, but I'm working on one. Yeah, well, I know it's hard, but once you get started, no problem. Right. <laughs> so anyway, well, thank you for being with us, Natalie, and I thank you guys for watching or listening to our show. You have a great and safe week. And this week, hopefully, I'll bring my uh, partner in crime, Kimberly uh, Dominic. She's a fellow paranormal investigator and a psychic. And so... And her son, Dion, says we all investigated together. I'm sorry if I tell how the horse, but it's the dry weather sucks out here, <laughs> if I may say that. But anyway, you guys have a wonderful night. Stay safe. Yep. Stay spooky. <laughs> <laughs> Stay spooky, my friends. All right. Bye, guys. <laughs>